Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Uh, you're not really used to the seven studs, uh, just because they're so long and uh, go further into the ground. Uh, so uh, if you don't really practice with them, you don't really, you know, uh, really cutting them as much, uh, it's difficult just because you're not really used to running uh, with those long of a stud. Uh, trip a lot uh, more than you normally do, but... Uh, uh, it definitely helps uh, when you don't when you don't have really have a, a good field and uh, it's very slippery. So seven studs definitely helps. <laughs> I'll hit him with the football sounder for for talk about the football. seven. This is the seven stud cleats. Is that what you call them? Yep. Yep. Seven stud. Have you heard this much conversation about cleats in your life with these road games against Green Bay and Chicago? Uh, no, because O'Connell. So O'Connell brought up a subject that he probably won't again publicly um coaches have been asked about players slipping before and they've made you know but a lot of times they just don't really delve into to it this much and so we don't know that it's a big deal and it's kept internal yeah um again you know what koc he's learning he's learning i guarantee you the next time guys slip he won't go into chapter and verse for why and west phillips did it too yeah but i mean i'm this happens, and and here's here's the thing to me that's intriguing. This is why when we're talking about home field, it's important. Like we always think, oh man, you got to go into that house of horrors, Lambeau Field. It's loud or something, right? Or like here, it's loud. Like as fans, and in our jobs, we think of like home field being the tone set by the fans sometimes. But it's also stuff like this. It is. Did you say house of horrors? House of horrors. House of horrors. Yes. Just want to be clear, okay? Oh yeah, no, not a brothel. Well, you're talking about Green Bay, uh, so not know, a brothel. Wanna... <laughs> Mercy. By the way, if you haven't watched the Lamar Odom TMZ interview on, uh, I think it's Hulu. It goes into detail about his uh, oh, when really? he went to the brothel and had the overdose thing. It's, it's fascinating. If you got an extra hour on your hands this weekend while you're, you know, maybe you're watching on your TCL TV. Maybe that's what you're doing. One of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And maybe you're sipping on a Surly this weekend. I certainly hope you are. I certainly hope you are. You know why? Because Surly offers a team full of beers. None of them let you down. All of them always wear the right cleats because they have the right taste. Exactly right. 
um, a furious, a logic bomb. Before I die, may I suggest that as the playoffs approach, everyone stock up on Before I Die because that's the mission, and the mission is drawing closer and closer. But no matter what, you can never go wrong. You can never make the wrong choice if you have a surly in your hand. And show us your cans on Twitter, at Jay Zolgad, at Score North. We always love to see what you're sipping on when it's a surly. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to make some picks here as we do every week. Vikings vent line tomorrow after Bears-Vikings finishes up. I'm sure we'll very quickly look ahead to... Likely the Giants. We'll see what happens. But there's some some things to be decided here. So let's go through our key questions, starting with this one. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big is this game for the Vikings against the Bears? The Bears. Uh, so this game, I'm going to put this game, and I'll explain why here. I'm going to put this game at a 7 because the importance is keeping everybody healthy as possible. Oh. So like that. So my concern is, like, o- O'Neal's lost. That's huge. The center position's right now a mess unless Bradbury can come back for the playoffs. So I'm, I'm going to give it a, a seven on the importance of keeping your key players healthy. As far as the actual game itself, it's about a two. I mean, the bears don't care. The bears are desperately trying to lose. Um, I'm sure the Vikings would gladly take a 13th win, but it's also not going to make or break them at, at this point. I, unless the 49ers were to lose to the Cardinals, which they won't in the late afternoon window, no. Uh, so my most important thing is you want to go into the playoffs as healthy as you could possibly. I guess in the important scale to me, it's a one, it's a one out of 10. Um, even if the two seed is up for grabs, which it is because obviously San Francisco, uh, still can stumble, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great if you don't have to deal with any more significant injuries. I understand the offensive line would maybe like a little bit of continuity before you go in the playoff game. I also though, don't want to risk anything where, then Christian Derrissaw slips on the grass in a meaningless Nick Mullins-led game, and you lose him too. So it's a one. It is a one out of ten for me. Yeah, it's. I'm closer to Dex on this. I would say because you still have a chance to get the two seed, and that would guarantee you if you win the first round, a second round home game, that there is some level of importance here. But it's like a three. It's like a three for me because the most important thing is just get as healthy as possible, stay somewhat sharp, but get as healthy as possible for your wild card weekend game. Cause you're not, we can talk about like, well, if you get the two seed, you could play a second. The second game is nowhere near guaranteed based on the state of the Vikings, green Bay ass kicking injuries to the offensive line. So um, it's, it's like a three. I did look up for the record, the forecast in Chicago, it's going to be right around freezing with a, so it's going to be, let's see here. A high of 35 degrees with a 13% chance of precipitation. North winds at four miles per hour around Soldier Field. Oh, so you can get, so the wind shouldn't be too bad. That's not bad. Probably not going to pre- precipitate rain or snow, and the temperatures are going to be likely above freezing. Um, so, all right. Uh, is anyone playing or coaching for their job this week? Ooh. So that's an interesting one, given the circumstances that have been uh, taking place of late. Um, I'll give you this one, because I think he'll probably get the start. Chris Reed is playing for his his job. He plays I'm well. Not, yeah. I'm not convinced Garrett Bradbury's coming back. I'm just not. It's a lower back problem. If he does come back, he could be lost in a in a snap of a finger. He could be lost that quickly. So if he's lost. Your question is, are you going to put in new guy or are you going to put in Chris Reed? I think Chris Reed's going to start, 
And I think Chris Reed is, I think Chris Reed is playing for that job at that. Cause if he can get in there and do a solid job and show that he's come a long, long way, as I think we played the, uh, the Kirk clip from Wednesday about, yeah, he's doing good now. Uh, I think he's probably the starter because he's been here. Uh, if it's a disaster again and he can't snap the ball, I think they probably go away from him completely. And he goes back to being a, backup guard or something so yes i think he is playing for his potential job is Oli udo playing for his job i mean they signed bobby evans to their practice squad he hasn't been signed i believe to the active roster but he was with the rams last year kevin o'connell's very familiar with him if Oli udo just has a disastrous day against a bears team that has also i guess somewhat to play for from draft position but little to no play for from terms of a wins loss column uh is he playing for his job so I judge right. Chris Reed have to get some snaps off and make sure you get the cadence and all that fun stuff. But also if Oli Udo is a disaster, do they again, reshuffle things and Blake Randall too is in the, is in the wings yeah. as well. And he's apparently going to be healthy for the playoffs. So I would, I would probably put those two as the two guys so, playing for their job. Blake Randall, he tore his MCL. What, what happened there? Cause he was initially out for the season. They put him on IR, but IR is only three games. You can right. come back. Right. So it's just uh it must have been partially torn and not as bad as they they thought. It's kind of a quick, quick little recovery. Yep, and it sounds like he's he is definitely going to be in the mix. And I suppose you you could, if things go uh, wrong, a right tackle stick him there. I don't know if he'd be that good. Yeah, but I, I have a different answer here, and that I don't think I don't think this person is going to get fired between week eighteen and the playoffs. But if there's still any doubt or ambiguity about Ed Donatel's future as the defensive coordinator. Uh-huh. giving up a 30-burger to a Nathan Peterman offense could remove all doubt. So Nathan Peterman is here for one reason, throw interceptions, two reasons, throw interceptions and get the Bears to tank this game. And if you put a wrench into that as they try to lose this game and get the number one overall pick, you have officially sealed your fate as defensive coordinator of the Vikings. So Ed Donatel once again, is probably coaching for his job to some extent, although the playoff game is going to have more bearing on that. Um, and then my uh, my last question for you guys before we get to the picks here is, what worries you the most about the Chicago Bears in this game? What worries me the most? I'll give you an answer. The turf. Oh, yeah, sure. Injuries. Soldier Field, yeah. Yeah, the turf. What what worries me is that what they are doing is going to end up being the exact right thing. And that this that this putrid team that the Vikings are about to play in a couple of years is damn good. That's what worries me about the about the Bears. That this might be the last one of the last times that we get to see this franchise be absolutely putrid. Because sure as heck they're going to pop back up and they're going to have. I mean, I will say this: Fields turning a corner at quarterback was just enormous. Because yeah. now if you don't have to fill that position, so like if he's the guy, and you've got the most salary cap room in the league going into March and high draft picks. Um, that con- that concerns me. The Chicago Bears actually concern me right now more than Detroit does as, as far as how this division could stack up in two years. Yeah. I, I th- the, the, the Lions kind of feel like a pop-up, right? Like Dan Campbell's not a 10-year shelf life guy. Well, Jared Goff's not the guy. I mean, they still don't have a quarterback. Goff, I'm going to defend Goff a little. He's a former number one overall pick. And he, I'm not saying he's going to be like Joe Burrow at this point, but right. I think I think Jared Goff settles in as like a Kirk Cousins caliber. If you got if you got a nice car, he can drive it a little bit. 
you know, I think he's going to be a, a long time, decent starter in the NFL. But if, if you're talking about like a Kirk Cousins level quarterback and a short shelf life coach and a 60 year history of incompetence with your franchise, I agree with your Chicago take for sure. Yes. Yeah. Nothing, nothing else probably scares me there from the bears perspective. And yeah, it's, it's the turf or someone doing maybe some head hunting and you're, you're trying to injure somebody. And I hope that doesn't happen for the Vikings sake. The bears have, let's see here. They haven't won a game since they actually beat the Patriots in new England, 33 to 14 on October 24th. That was a Monday night game. That's right. Totally forgot about that game. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and their other two wins were the first week and the third week of the season. They started, they started two and one mm-hmm. yeah. and they were, they were feisty and competitive against the Vikings. They yeah, almost they beat the guys. commanders. That was the best part. Yeah. They started and they hot bet. and Paul's like, this ain't going to happen on my watch. Here are the point totals for their, since that win, that last win, their defense has given up 49, 35, 31, 27, 31, 28, 25, 35, and 41. So if you do plan to play your starters on offense, it's another game where you should be able to light the sky, feel good about your offense. You should be able to get your first blowout win of the season if you if you do play starters. I'm not sure they should. All right, let's get to our actual picks here. We'll pick the game straight up, and we'll tell you by how many. We got some information from the Action Network here. But if you're looking to get more of a sweat on games this weekend, prize picks is the easy way to play daily fantasy. You pick between two and five players and an over-under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. So maybe this is the week where you uh, you take some overs on Vikings offensive players or something. But then again, they might not play the whole game. It's kind of a tricky week for, for NFL. That's why, if you're like Declan and I, you can jump in and you can get some action on PGA. Get your sweat on uh, the upcoming... Um, the upcoming college football playoff championship mm. game, too, as well on the horizon. PrizePicks.com and the Prize Picks app. Promo code NORTH and Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks app. Also, for uh, for purple fans that live up 35W, maybe you live in the Duluth area or even on the uh, wrong side of the border, for instance, uh, the Northern Lights Express is a proposed passenger train between the Twin Cities and Duluth. It also goes down to the airport, makes a stop at Target Field Station. Four round trips every day proposed with stops in Coon Rapids, Cambridge, Hinkley, Superior, Wisconsin. This thing is shovel ready, according to uh, people in the know, and they just need a funding commitment from the Minnesota legislature. So if you want to find out more about how you can get this thing, if it's very convenient, if you want to avoid like weeks like this, it's just snowing like crazy, and you don't want to be on 35W, um, just you know, banging your head against the wall, northernlightsexpress.org, northernlightsexpress.org, and stay tuned after the podcast for more information about said project. All right, boys, let's make our picks. Vikings are seven-and-a-half-point favorites in Chicago as of right now in most sports books. 60% of the bets are on the Vikings. 79% of the money is on the Vikings to basically blow the Bears out. According to Action Network, over the last two seasons, the Bears are 4-23 and 23 straight up as underdogs, the least profitable team on the money line as underdogs in the NFL over that stretch. Also, since 2020, the Bears are 3-14 and 14 straight up as home underdogs. So they don't, they don't play the underdog role very well. On the Vikings side, 
the most profitable quarterbacks against the spread coming off of a loss over the last 20 years are, in order, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, and the fourth quarter Pharaoh himself. Old Kirky boy. He's one of the most profitable quarterbacks against the spread coming off of a loss the last 20 years. With their victory over the Giants in Week 15, the Vikings have won 14 consecutive games as a favorite dating back to last season. That's the longest current streak in the NFL. One more note on this game. Zadarius Smith needs just a half a sack for $750,000 bonus to be unlocked. Needs two and a half sacks for a $1 million bonus to be unlocked. So if you're wondering why Zadarius Smith is selling out to get sacks on every play in this game, Going much Jared like Allen. Jared Allen from like 10 years ago. Tackling guys out, out of That's bounds. <laughs> Tackling the quarterback out of bounds. because 15-yard like, penalties. <laughs> so we'll start with Judd. Who wins and by how many? All right, it's been a weird year, but I don't think that this game is weird. The Bears have a really, really good plan here, which is to be mentally checked out at opening kickoff. Um, Vikings 28, Bears 14. 28-7 late. Bears accidentally score a touchdown. Uh, I think this one is like this. This game's just going to be dreadful to watch, unfortunately. Uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be what it is. I think the Vikings score 28, though. 28-14. I think it's going to be an ugly game. For whatever reason, Nathan Peterman will still find the end zone against this horrible defense somehow, some way. I think final is 21-17 Vikings win. Oh, wow. So I don't think there's going to be a God. cover. Oh, I don't think there's going to be a cover. No, oh, it's wow. going to be an awful so game. So he finds the end zone twice? Nice. Or, do, or do the Bears or have like a weird a, Bears I thought you were going to say like 31-7 when you no, said once. I think this is going to be okay. a gong fest, and it's 21-17. I, I agree with your gong fest assessment. Okay, all right. I am going to stand by sort of what I predicted on Write That Down earlier this week. I think the Vikings defense steps up against Nate Pete on Sunday. Okay, and I Pete. think for only the second Buffalo time this season, step up against Nathan Peterman. Nate Pete. I think the Vikings defense will hold the Bears to single digits. This would be only the second time all year the Vikings hold an opponent to single digits. The Vikings have given up 30 or more five times they've held opponents under 20 only three times this is the get right game for ed donatel and the vikings defense maybe they allow some yardage but they uh they hold the bears to three field goals in a 31 to 9 victory a 31 to 9 victory over nate pete it's gonna be bad to watch like there's no good way to spin this game i think there's a lot i think there's a lot of positive momentum to be gained by beating the brakes off chicago and if Ventline guests want to just talk about the upcoming playoffs with us oh, tomorrow, well, that's yeah, my, we can that do it. Totally okay. That's it can my be a, a look ahead. Yeah, whatever yeah. you guys want. Yeah, the game's not going to be worth reviewing. Yeah, yeah so let's totally look ahead because we'll we should know yeah, the afternoon games are going to be going on. We should kind of have a well. We won't well, know officially, I guess, because we'll be doing Ventline during the Niners game. So. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, a game like this ordinarily sucks. I, I mean, the Vikings will at that point, if our predictions are correct, be a 13 win team. So like, I know the Packers loss was awful to watch. Okay. I get that, but they will still be talking about a 13 win team. Yeah. We can do some big picture stuff for sure. Yeah. Yes. 
13. With 13, they are heavy favorites to win 13 games. That's I'm not trying to rain on their parade. I just, this last game against a team that doesn't care, that's my point. I feel you. So I'm not down on the team at all. Vikings. We got you. We got you. Okay. I just want to make it clear because sometimes you'll be like, you don't think this season was going good. And then, oh, I do. 13 (laughs) wins. Very impressive. Never predicted that. That's Judd. I'm Phil. He's Declan, our executive producer. Thanks for hanging out with us here. And thanks for helping to make Purple Daily one of the most popular football podcasts in the country in 2022. A bunch of crazy Vikings fans out there. We will see you over on Ventline after Vikings Bears finishes up. Have a good weekend. All right. Hey, everyone. Before we say goodbye on this podcast episode, we'd like to shine a light on a project that could be very beneficial for sports fans around the state of Minnesota. Uh, Maybe those of you who are looking for more convenient ways to travel up and down 35W all the way up from Duluth and uh, all the way down to Minneapolis and the airport. The Northern Lights Express is a proposed passenger train between the Twin Cities and Duluth. Four round trips every day with stops in Coon Rapids, Cambridge, Hinkley, and Superior, Wisconsin. And um, Amtrak Vice President Joe McHugh in 2019 said the Northern Lights Express is one of the most shovel-ready projects in the nation just need the next step of securing a funding commitment from the Minnesota legislature. And so joining me now to discuss the project and the benefits are Andrew Johnson from the Minneapolis City Council and Jim Payne, the mayor of Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, let's start with you, Andrew. Um, can you speak just the benefits uh, to, to maybe sports fans or people in and around the Minneapolis metro area if oh, we can wow. get this thing going? Absolutely, Phil. Well, the last time we had a snowstorm like the one that's happening right now just behind me also happened to be a Vikings game over at U.S. Bank. And I was out on the roads that day and saw literally miles of fans trying to get into the stadium, backed up, uh, stuck in this icy condition, bad weather. And it's on days like today, Back here, you know, it's also on days like that that you really can appreciate the value of a train. Just being able to go, show up at the game, enjoy yourself, have a couple extra drinks, and get back home safely, whatever the weather may be. But uh, for all Minnesotans and uh, for Wisconsinites as well, who are going to be connected with here with this train, more than uh a 700,000 passengers uh, in the first year just starting on day one with this project will be able to get around the state a lot more comfortably, a lot more easily, uh, and a lot more certainty uh, with their travel plans. Yeah. And Mayor Payne, from your perspective, as we sort of travel up uh, a couple hours up north, what makes this project so important from your perspective? Well, the fact is we're sports fans, too, here in Sapporo, Wisconsin, and uh, we live in a pretty unique community when it comes to our fan loyalties. Uh, I I am very loyal to the state of Wisconsin, but Green Bay and Milwaukee are a very long way away, and Minneapolis and St. Paul are not. But uh, as the counselor pointed out, uh, it's tough to get there. One of the most dangerous things in Minnesota, bar none, is still uh, Highway 35, it's dangerous to drive all four seasons of the year. And in the winter, he's right, blizzards become more dangerous than hurricanes and tornadoes combined. Vikings play in the winter. Uh, but you know what? It's fun to go see the Twins, too. And uh, even if we don't want to have a couple extra drinks, let's be real, we're from Wisconsin, that's likely to happen. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it, it's just a hassle to have to figure out parking, to to spend the gas money. 
uh, uh, to dedicate those extra couple hours where you're just in the car dealing with the stress of traffic, uh, you need more planning. Uh, it's just fun to go down there, not worry about it, and celebrate the game the whole time. What this project offers is something like a two-hour tailgate. Yeah. I would also think, too, like college students either you know commuting holidays, whatever it is, from Duluth, Minneapolis, see family, makes it more convenient. Uh, in the last minute here, I'll start with Andrew. Maybe both of you can answer questions about. So it's, it's considered a shovel-ready project, need the funding. Can you speak to cost, funding, and also timeline? once the shovels potentially do hit the ground? Absolutely. Well, our most recent updates on uh, the cost is about $85 million from the state of Minnesota. Now, that will go up a little bit with the inflation that we've seen across every project, so we're getting updated numbers. But the important thing to note on that is that we have a four-to-one match with the federal government. So the funds are available, ready for us to just get as a state and we can get uh, four times that from the feds. So that's about $425 million. And uh, this is that money is going for upgrading railroad crossings across the whole corridor. So you're going to see benefits not just for riders of the train. And we really call it shovel ready because you don't really need to lay down a uh, new track. We have track all along the route that can be used today as well. And so this isn't. Uh, like what you're seeing with Southwest Light Rail or some of these other projects where it seems like the timeline keeps getting stretched out. This is a pretty quick uh, start to finish project once the funding's in place. Yeah, Andrew's right. There there really aren't any shovels that necessary. It's every part of this project already exists. The, the cars exist, the track exists, Amtrak exists and is ready to operate this. It's a matter of committing to the funding for this year and the years to come. Uh, these sitting governors of Minnesota and Wisconsin will be seeing the Packer Viking game together on this train. Yes. Um, and I should mention for the audience too, you can find your local Congress member, legislator. Uh, if you want to send a message, northernlightsexpress.org, northernlightsexpress.org. Uh, any, any final words to, uh, to the Minnesota sports fans, that I guess the, the Midwest sports fans listening to this or watching this right now? We'll see you in the playoffs. Oh, Skull Vikes. Can't wait. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank you both for coming on. And again, uh, the website is northernlightsexpress.org if you're interested in more information.